and welcome to the Haunted Minds Anthologies from the fucked up minds of the Scrapbook Universe. We're here to give you a full month of scary, spooky shit to keep your butthole tight. Stay with us and we are going to try to terrify you. And welcome back to the Scrapbook Podcast. This is the Haunted Minds Anthologies. We are wrapping it up. Bong. And we got a couple of bangers um, that we're going to give you. And both of them are by Patrick. I'm bringing Patrick in today because I believe in him. And he knows that. Y'all give it up for Pat. Easy in the house. I'm your host, Jody Pratt. This is my fellow host, Patrick Wakefall. About to give you dynamite to finish up. The Haunted Minds Anthologies, bangers only in this motherfucker. He got the bang your ears right now. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a salt. All right. (laughs) So uh, what I got today is a going women heavy this month because I just feel like uh, it's an easier story, you know, to go with. And he loves bitches. I mean, women. (laughs) (laughs) I yeah. apologize. I was just joking. So, the woman is 27 years old. Her name is Deborah, and she is uh, fresh coming out of a cult. And the cult to to initiate yourself, you start at a really young age, and so she's been doing um you know all the cultish shit as far as like harvesting food, living in the compound essentially, mm. and. She gets pregnant by the the dude at the the top of the totem pole. The cult leader. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I, my bad for stopping you here, no, no, but you're, this you're. is a John Jones type of thing, or is it Waco? What, what kind of... To be honest, I know about John Jones. I don't know about Waco. I've heard of it, but I don't really know the full... Well, it was just... It, the cops pretty much just killed a bunch of niggas, set the house on fire. Honestly, if we're really going to look into it, so it wasn't even like a. It was a, It was a cult, but they weren't doing anything really. Oh, they were just chilling. They were just chilling. Okay. Yeah. Now this cult's doing shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So kind of like John Jones, like. Um, well, well uh, what did John Jones do besides the Kool Aid? Um, he moved everybody into a whole another country, and and. Pronounced this is his own country, Jonestown, I believe it was called, and then killed hundreds of people and children, well, so and also a senator of America. America, uh, one of the American senators, went out there to see what he was doing. I believe it was a South American country, and um, he killed him as well. Damn, nah. See, what they're doing is more of like a, <laughs> <laughs> I would say uh, they're more of like a satanic practice. Ooh, that's even more intense. And well, not more intense than like niggas killing children. I'm gonna put you on the bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm out, coach. Nigga, my knee hurt. <laughs> All right. So yeah, it's more like a satanic cult, and uh, to pledge your life to God. Or, or to, to Satan in this story, mm. you have to sacrifice a kid. Mm. And she's pregnant by the cult leader, and he's like, you're going to sacrifice this kid, and then we ascend, we, we go to the next level. And then she has it, sacrifices the kid. How, how old? Uh, a fresh-born baby. Oh, immediately. A fresh, And it's like a ritual practice. Mm. Like Everybody's set around them. You know, everybody's in robes and shit. 
there's like humming like the like that monk shit yeah. but like it's 37 Ooh, niggas in tone we go as far as <laughs> Jackie Chan Adventures I love that shit <laughs> <laughs> Hey, they might have been cursing us for yeah, all we for fucking real, though. I was like, nigga, I can run like a chicken <laughs> if I get this rooster talisman. No, I want to be an archaeologist for so long because of that. Yeah. Like, that seems like the career. My mom was like, it doesn't make money. I was like, <laughs> looking at the ground. Hell yeah, tough. Hush mode. All right, where was I? Oh, you were uh, talking about. Oh, yeah, about- so like they sacrificed the kid, yeah. you know, to Satan. And then she... She is in that. And then she goes through, I'd say, three to four years of life after that. And then is realizing she's just like, I don't want to do this anymore. This isn't, I should have never done what I did. And she starts to regret it. And so she tries to get out. And um, she's noticed, like, stirrings, sounds, like feet on the ground when she's asleep. But she hasn't really seen too much. And what I'm thinking is... That when she leaves, when she leaves, because she leaves in the middle of the night, because this isn't a place where you can just walk away. They're probably gonna try to kill you, or or at least let you know keep a leash on you, and be like, stay in this town. We're gonna keep tabs on you. You need to report in. Don't tell them what we're doing in here. Mm, like some Mormons and shit. Yeah, and and the fact that they've killed a kid is is the main reason why they're like, you bring police here. You know there is bodies on the property. Mm. So, you know, they get some dogs out here. It's not going to be too hard for them to find. So let's keep a tight lip on this shit. And so she leaves in the middle of the night, and she gets out, and she's running. Um, She gets picked up by, you know, an 18-wheeler going across country. And she gets moved to, like, the next state. So she's free and clear now. Because she's she's on a, a, like, on a cross-country 18-wheeler. That that there's a billion of them, you know. They're in the middle, of, you know, nowhere. Hitchhikers. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. And so she's out, gets to the next state, gets out, you know, has a little bit of cash on her. I said maybe like twenty, thirty bucks, and we'll call this, you know, the when was homeboy who Charles Manson? When was that? Seventies. Yeah. When was it though? Like Late seventies, early seventies. I want to say mid. Mid. Let's go early seventies then. Okay. Early seventies. She's running away from this cult. Gets there, and this was back when the help wanted sign really meant you walk in and ask us. You're we will take the sign off. Same day. Yeah. Same day. You can start right now. Yeah. You Can you not come in her clothes next time, yeah. but also put on this smock? <laughs> what the fuck is the W-2? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like but she, she wearing the whole get down, you feel me? The whole, like... So the robe and shit. Yeah, the robe, yeah. So but, all this whole time, she's feeling paranoia. She's feeling yeah, She's feeling anxious, like there's something there she's not seeing. As well as being watched. She well, feels well she has the paranoia of them catching her. Yeah. But she also feels like at nighttime when she's trying to sleep, she feels like there's something around her, running around her. Mm. Or like trying to get close to her, and then when she looks, it's not there. Damn. And so... She's going through all this, sees the help wanted sign, goes in, gets a job, same day. He's a, She's like, boom, 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 bust out two weeks real quick. That $20 last her, you know, a hotel was probably like 10 for the week or something. I don't know what it was in the 70s. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, a decent amount, maybe like 35 bucks, 40 bucks. For okay, that. well then maybe, maybe, uh, maybe she's staying in the car that... that 
Maybe she steals the car. Mm, I like that. And that's how she gets out. And then she just doesn't really know how to drive. Yeah. So she just stays on the same highway for a stupid long. And she's like, I need to go bathroom. I need to go eat. I need to get off. And then she gets off, and that's the place she stays when she finds a help wanted sign. Yeah. Um, gets a job. And I think she kind of sets roots here because she doesn't have any other option. She's low on gas. She has $12 to her name. She's like, I'm going to stay here for a minute, get my shit. I'm far enough away, and I've never heard of this place. Mm. So he hasn't. And so she's really running away from the dude that's the father of this child. And as the story builds, I would say uh, that's where her visions of seeing a young child running around you know, about two, three years in, she starts seeing like a toddler running around her, uh, mm. the store. And she doesn't, she catch, she's catching the edge and edge of it. Not like, you know, like when, when your kids like playing shit and then they hit the corner, all you see is like their heels. Yeah. Cause they're about to get in some mischievous yeah, activity. Exactly. Or you just see hair flowing and that's it. Doobie Fly is her mopping. Mm-hmm. And her getting like dirty little footprints, and she when she turns around, Oof. it leads and she sees the edge of him, like dipping out. That's brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and so that's where it starts. Um, she starts to see this kid, and as time progresses, she moves up in the company, and she just takes it as like a because she never sees the face, so she really takes it as haunting, like. Like I'm being taken by a demon or something, because she did believe in Satan. She did worship him, you know, yeah. and she pledged her life to him. So at the end of the day, that's really kind of like where the fuck you're at. Yeah, you, you mentally, that's where your brain is at when shit starts happening like this weird. And so, time passes five years. She notices that the baby is growing. It's not. It's not a two year old or three year old anymore. It's a five year old. It's how many how long how many years she's been away from there. That's the age of the kid. Mm. And she gets an opportunity to manage a different store in the same business a few towns over. And she does that, and, you know, that's about where I'm at. So I think um, for sure it should be some sort of diner. Or even, um, yeah, some sort of diner. And then now she can manage one, right? Yes. Yes. And then she, and then she, you know, takes over that shit, and she's steadily putting in, digging in her roots and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Gay straight, now. Mm. What do you call it when you're not really into people? Asexual. Asexual. She's asexual. Okay. She after after the whole cult thingy, she's just like not really feeling dudes. She'll flirt for the job. Yeah, but then for walk the tips. away. Yeah, and then turn away and be like, because mm. it would make it. This now that makes my job harder, but it's okay, yeah. right? That's what I'm here for. So, let's say her supervisor comes in. He's a big old repugnant looking nigga. You know what I mean? Just greasy and dirty. Just a pig of a man. Mm-hmm. He constantly. This is now. It's about the '80s, so he's a toucher. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sexual abuser. Serial sexual abuser. And now 
he's like, you know, groping and shit like that. Other women in her establishment, he's like, she tells him, hey, you know what I mean? It's good. You don't need to come here. I got it down. You know what I mean? She's a higher up now, of course, like he said. And um, one night, he presses her. You know what I mean? And while he's like trying to take her from the back and she's like back up bro and he's just like oh, yeah I know you you know what I mean you want this you know what I mean I see how you look at me and she's he's like she says Deborah's like yo you don't get disgust from lust you know what I mean you don't know the difference in her head and then as he's like sliding his hand underneath her shirt like he hears something a pan fall in the back you know what was that? And she's like, she's just as confused. He's like, is somebody here? Like, are you trying to get me caught up? You know, obviously in old 80s terms. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he goes and looks. He doesn't find anything. I was going to say something. Good. No, like, just like that response that he was going to say. And I was like, I heard nothing but racist shit to say. <laughs> so I like, oh, keep your mouth closed. <laughs> Good. So he's looking and stuff like that. And he's like, hey, who's back here? And she's like, because she tells him, like, nobody's supposed to be here. And he looks back, gets a kitchen knife and shit like that. Like, if you're trying to rob this place, you know, you're fucked. You know what I mean? You might as well leave. And then there's nothing. He goes all the way back to the walk-in, opens the walk-in. Nothing in there. And it's like a, he opens it up and it's like a hell of, you know, yeah, mist comes yeah. out of that bitch. And he's, like, staring in there. He's, like, huh. Turns back around. And it's, like, a... <laughs> all right. You can totally discard this or <laughs> keep this shit in, right? And it's just, like, a a pan just flies and smacks this nigga in the face. And he falls on his back in the walking. And it closes. I, w- I was thinking... I was thinking the exact same thing 20 seconds prior, but not from behind, but from the back. Oh, for the back. He's so just he like, opens the? up the freezer. Yeah. And, he's like, and then the the camera sets to the side of him, and you can see, you know, him opening the freezer from the side angle. And then you just see, like, the, the hardest <laughs> pan being thrown out the back of his head. And then he just, like, knocks out into it. Yeah. And face and first into the. Face first into well, it. Well, belly first, and then roll up to the face. Yeah. And then you see, like, his feet get moved a little bit as the door is pushed in. Mm, okay. Because I want it to be a jump, like a, a surprise scare, to keep people in the... Not knowing who, who it is? Yeah, so it just covers up what we see as a, his POV. So it's just a bottom of a pan. You know what I mean? But yeah. I like yours, though. It's, it's quite fine. So if... if we're, Are we trying to keep the audience in suspense as far as, like, who... Who the fuck? Who the fuck is doing this, right? So you don't show anything, right? Exactly. You don't show it at all. So if, if he looks into a freezer and doesn't see anything, and then a pan comes out of nowhere. What? <laughs> like, it, 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 said, it would lean towards Invisible Man. No, but it's but we're like, oh, she got the gusto to smack this nigga in the head. Come in to find out. Slowly, I don't know where you wanted to go with her son, but that was her son doing that to protect his mom. Yeah, well, what? Yeah. 
And give her the whole. I know, but I'm just saying, nigga. I don't know where you wanted to go, so bro. The, you gonna look? Little, <laughs> this nigga grabbed his nose. The little, <laughs> the little the child running nose. around is her son. Now she's a, now he's about 11, 12 now. Yeah, and he and he is a, a full ass ghost that's just been following her around because, uh, you know, when you murder somebody, apparently, especially if you sacrifice them, I think their soul just like lives with you forever. Maybe, maybe, maybe it bonds with you. I don't know. You know what I mean? And so it's also his mom, though, so there is a, there's that emotional part of it. But it really leans on the um, the fact that you can adjust as a person. And so she's living and still going to work while talking to her dead son. Yeah. It, so and, and after that murder, that's probably when she he comes out and tells her who she is or who he is. And then... I want her to definitely, like, the police are called the next morning or something like that. Nigga taking photographs. And she's like, this is a total accident. I don't fucking know what happened. Because he gets bapped. Maybe we do it with yours. He gets bapped on the back of the head. And he grabs for the sides of the shit and turns over and smacks his head again. And that was the finisher. He bleeds out inside the And then also he freezes to death. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's watching the whole thing. She's like, what the fuck? Still has one of the satanic books or some sort of notes or see if she can remember how to contact a spirit or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she goes back home, lights candles and shit. She's like, who the fuck is this? And then she finds out slowly that that's her son. You know what I mean? That works better because then that's when, that's when you get the introduction of his actual physical body. Yeah. Because the remainder of the, the movie, he's just growing up at the age he would have been had she not sacrificed him. Yeah. And so, oh, so yeah, 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 yep, yep. yep. So it. she like sets a mirror in front of her with candles all around it, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Who's this?" And then he appears right there, naked as fuck, and just like, "I'm blah blah," you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously he doesn't have a fucking name or the name that she had for him. Caleb. Or, but she knew that she was going to sacrifice the nigga the whole time, yeah, so maybe but, it's nothing. But there's still that nine months. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 that could that could be a part of of that emotional part of it when they're talking is that he's like, you know, you were ready to give me up. She's like, I had a name for you. Yeah. She's like, I went back and forth with it. I was just, you know, it was a different time in my life. And he's like, that's your, the best answer you got. Yeah, exactly. That's, and that's why I kill people you love. You feel me? Uh, but so she sees this nigga, and maybe. He's now slowly starting to understand what she gave, what she gave him up for, mm-hmm. and starts to become retaliatory. Oh. Retaliation. Yeah, that's retaliatory uh, against her and shit like that. So maybe she starts to like down the line. She starts to find happiness and shit like that. And then he starts to become upset because she couldn't keep him. And now you're trying to plan some shit with somebody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, now like you're he, trying to plan like a whole other child and shit. And she's just like having arguments with this nigga. Her new nigga's like opening the door like, who are you talking to? And nobody's there. And she's like, nobody. And she's then, like, I'm nobody? I'm nobody? Yeah, and, and he's talking over her shoulder, and, and now he's a grown man. Now, yeah. at this point in time, we jump into the future a little bit more. She's she's now taking the place of the guy that was killed earlier years before, and now she's managing 
multiple shit. She's mm. she's looking to sell. You know what I mean? And now she's a bit prosperous. She has a fucking three bedroom house. It's but you a, have to go a little crazy dealing with uh, a kid you sacrificed eighteen years ago. Yeah, walking around you. And so she gets married and shit like that, maybe. He's in the crowd like, boo. (laughs) (laughs) Tomato, 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 (laughs) tomato. And um, they plan on having a kid and shit. And she, like the, I want, maybe the last scenes are her, like, fighting with this nigga because she's full pregnant and shit. Maybe he disappears from her and comes back and she's like eight months and he's sitting there just like, like, how could you do this shit? And then they argue one more time, and then he disappears or what you think. And the next thing you know, she's, like, tripping and falling down the stairs. And so she tries to create this spell or get through this spell to bind him to an artifact or something that, you know what I'm saying? And it creates that uh, discomfort and also... Her second time having to destroy the human that was supposed to be hers. How you feel about that? Because I'm looking. You know what I mean? Yeah, because if you if you if you stick with that, the cult shit, the satanic shit, she's gonna look for some way to do that. And I'm pretty sure if you're if you're fucking with like spirits and demons and shit, you're gonna have like a book about how to like bind them shit like or, how to like not die or it's been or it's been in you and you remember some shit you remember how to do this cause you guys did it before cause you read the whole fucking book uh, yeah and that witchcraft okay. and satanic shit you know okay. what I mean so so yeah he they have a big blowout and he's never physically hurt her before exactly he's, he's killed other people and he he it, out of pure some some out of protecting her some out of pure jealousy yeah like he'll kill you and that's why she's kind of like pulled away but they had that big argument and then she got really alone because she was like if he comes back oh she so she stayed away from people for a second meets a dude uh, and maybe that's where you you have that stalker kind of vibe in the story when he meets when she meets this dude at like a farmer's market or something he's like in the you know, in the cut, watching them, like, and, like, acting like people can see him and shit, but he knows she can see him. Yeah. But he didn't stand out against other people. Yeah. He just looks like a regular person to her. And so, maybe that's where, like, it builds up, but you see a few instances of this prior to, like, small interactions where she was like, oh, thank you so much. She was like, your hair looks great. And he was like, What? And then that person ends up like like they don't she doesn't see him again, mm. and those like the little because he's just uh jealous and yeah obviously yeah uh so so I feel like it'd be okay so look through my eyes right now right okay so we caught up to that part and now she's built a life with this man that she's with okay call that nigga Ernesto, right? He hates this shit. He's tried multiple times to hurt him, and that's how they got into the argument. He comes back months later. She's pregnant. But when he finds out she's pregnant, this is the this is the 
last bit. You can for sure change this shit. I don't care. But so she's arguing with this nigga and he's like like you're gonna do this shit you know what I mean like what about me and she's just like that was such a long time ago I'm not the same woman anymore yeah and you know what I mean so she knows this knowledge but he doesn't know that she knows how to do certain things mm-hmm. you know what I mean besides bringing this nigga out of the astral plane and Nah, he's a physical being to her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he's like doing shit and knocking shit around the house and she's cleaning it up. And he gets more and more violent. He tries to trip her down the stairs. And um, she knows how to spell bind this nigga's soul to something, right? And that'll be like the last fight. Her slowly doing that shit, her water breaking, and him flinging things at her and shit like that and she's covering up doing all this spell shit and right at when the contractions are hitting or something like that she binds this nigga's soul to the fucking a pin you know what I mean and it's right there that the her husband gets into this house a brooch the only, the only brooch that she has from that time before from that 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 cult shit Maybe the, the bro she wore that the cult leader gave her to make her like, she, she's the queen of this shit. I'm the king, she's the queen. Also, these other five bitches are queen too. Yeah. But the, she's the, the youngest queen, so she gets this brooch. Everybody has a brooch that are, that's important. Her husband walks into the house looking crazy as fuck. Holes in the wall, glass broken everywhere, and she's on the floor. Nigga like holding this brooch and but like holding this baby that's fresh out her puss. And he's like she's all fucking bloody and shit cut up and sweating. And he's just like and he just heard just like like victorious yet defeated. Yeah. How the fuck you feel about that? <laughs> How you feel about that, bro? Um, I like it. I like I, I like the whole binding it to something. I like the whole. I don't. I don't know how I feel about the 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 whole fight scene with the a nine month pregnant woman. What, what, what do you mean? Well, like, just like, I think if if he knows it's gonna happen, and he knows the baby's coming, he's fucking with her on small shit. Like he's like, because let, let's see, like, how do you just? I I do want her to to bind him to something. Right. And so maybe like it's a. Uh, All right, repeat my argument, okay? And then you can obviously argue against this shit, and then it'll make your thought process even more clear, right. right? So, this fight, her her fight with this fucking son that she never had, mm-hmm. is literally the physical representation no, she of did her. Have it though, huh? 
she did have the kid. I mean that she never had. She didn't have him. She well, she, she, she physically gave him. birth to him, him, but she didn't have him. As in, like you you own your child when the days that you have him in your arms. Well, that's the same You're thing growth. for anybody who like does an adoption. You know, they okay, same thing. Straight away, same you thing. Didn't keep him exactly. He had him though. Uh, but they, the adoptive parents, have your kid. They have yeah, they a child. They have the kid. Yeah. Yeah. So, speak in terms of currently. Okay. So she never said certain things throughout the years. Blah blah. Whatever the fuck. But it's a physical representation of her going and choosing. To separate herself from who she was before. Mm-hmm. Also, choosing to to defend herself over what she couldn't defend herself against before. And removing herself from who she was to who she is right now. So, uh, a there's different motherfuckers for different events. She couldn't defend herself when she was nine months pregnant and when she gave birth and having to physically murder her child. But now she can defend herself and become the mother that she was destined to be. That's why it was a a physical fight. Because every now and again... Through a nigga's adolescence and growing up and shit like that, you want to fade your parents. You know what I mean? You have that much anger in you that you're like, this nigga can get these hands. Or so upset that you want to break shit. But this nigga is in the realm of a spirit and in the realm of fucking, you know what I mean? Demon shit that's available as well. You know what I mean? So his power is endless to what what is anger. Then they could disappear from this plane of existence. And then come back anytime he damn well pleased. As well as she sacrificed this nigga to the devil. Well, but that that's the whole, whole thing is he can't leave and go as he, he pleases. He is attached to her. So he's just in this physical realm. He isn't he isn't choosing to opt out and go into a spiritual realm. When he's not around her, he's just walking around. He's just not around her. Okay, so he can literally go anywhere in the fucking world. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. You know, and, and I'd say he can hit blips where, like, he shows up wherever he wants. But he he's not, he is attached to her, and it's through, you know, the whole sacrificing thing. Okay, that, so, that, that soul is bonded so just change the part but where. That's, you know, when I, when I said it in the beginning, I was like, you know, apparently, you know, if you kill somebody, your soul is bonded to him. So that was the whole premise is that he's strictly attached to her. Uh-huh. That's why he's the only one that can see her, but he can't affect other people, but that's through the dark shit that. He was made out of because of her actions. Right. So everything can still happen, but nobody sees him besides her, and he he's not really conjuring more evil spirits. He's just yeah. yeah. He, he's more of like a yeah, just become malevolent. I, I feel like uh, with the lack of love and the lack of like uh, humanity, you do just and you naturally like lean towards evil. I would think, especially if you felt wronged. And you have a conscience, but so they so the husband is unaware of this the entire time, for the most part. Yeah, because she doesn't want to let him know that she's like, yeah, you know, the a kid that. So she had, so she would 
keeping the two lives separated. So when he comes in, he's he's just a loose character. Then. Like, well, like really, who doesn't really need to fit in too much. Not really, because he couldn't help her regardless of whatever the fuck he yeah, could. Yeah, because he doesn't know no spells, and this nigga can physically touch you, and you can't see him. So yeah. All right. So, how many how many people would you say this boy kills? I say at least six. Six? That's a fucking lot. Well, there's a few that that like like I'm saying in passing, like the mailman. And he's looking out the you window. You never said that, but that's crazy. Well, no, I, I said that, like, little small things, like, oh, I like that. and then I know, but kill him for that? Yeah, like, he, he, he he's obsessive. Then that then that would make the fight even more Exactly, concrete. that's what I'm trying yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely, I definitely agree with that. That would even. Yeah, and, like, you, like, see him, like, push an old-ass nigga into, like, the side of, a, like, a car. And you just hear the neck break. And then he just, like. I would fucking touch her. And it walks away or some dumb shit. Yeah. But, like, it's, like, it's shit like that. It's childish shit because he's never got to hug his mother. So he's, like, nobody's going to get to, like, talk to her and tell her she's pretty. The fuck? Are you my dad? Push into a car. Mm. Own it. And you never realize, I've been pushed when I'm not ready to be pushed. Your neck is real flimsy. And especially if you're old and you get some force behind it, you could send somebody on an l shape towards a solid service and their whole neck just break backwards. Yeah, I saw a video of this grandma shooting a basketball and she completely fell forward after she threw the ball up. Mm-hmm. It's called lifting weights when you're older. It's okay. <laughs> just do it. You have to. You kind of have to. Yeah, I get body. it. You're tired. Blah, 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 blah. Nobody wants to hear that shit. Just lift weights, bro. Get on testosterone. Get on estrogen and just start lifting weights and everything will be fine. But yeah, yeah I, I like that because th- then we end with the same scenario. There's a big ass fight over it, and she binds him to like a crochet or er, crochet brooch. Brooch. And then, since this is the anthology, the the husband is like, ah, and he's cleaning up, and like she's resting with the baby, and he picks up the brooch, like, what the fuck is this? And puts it in his pocket, and then like is locking up the house, and it like slowly pulls out of the scene. And now her son is in, her dead son is in this brooch in her husband's pocket. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like fade into the brooch. He's screaming like, no, let me out of here. <laughs> Will not. No, I'm talking about fading out like of the house. Uh-huh. Oh, into into just like the 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 picture of oh, the, the city. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah like right like, above. He just like you know she finally goes to sleep and she's like you're safe, you're safe. And then she falls asleep and then like it pans down <laughs> to him like cleaning up the house and he picks up the brooch. And he's like and me, I'm gonna sell this for forty five dollars. This and he's like it looks old. Uh, puts it in his pocket and yeah. then just keeps cleaning the house and then. Fucking Creed or something comes on, <laughs> and it's fading away because this is set in the what seventies. It would have to be. It would be the late eight, or late seventies, early eighties by now because the kid is. It would actually, actually be early nineties. Yes, even better. So uh, you get motherfucking like Nirvana playing out or something, and it it's a uh, or 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 even better, bro. The fucking. He's cleaning up everything, puts the brooch on the counter, mm-hmm. and he's like wiping down the counter and knocks the brooch in the garbage. And then, like, and he's slowly like, and it leaves from there. 
Like it's a complete fucking oh, accident. Oh, like a like a, a a hot potato kind of thing. Yeah, they're just like. We're like the next person's finna get this. Yeah. You know like I mean? a Jumanji. <laughs> exactly. You like could just burn that damn game, and yeah. nobody's soul would have got lost. Believe me, again. it's made out of mahogany. You can <laughs> trash it. Could have got a great burn. All right, yeah, that's it. All right, boom, dude. Good job. All right, uh, what do we call that? Brooch. <laughs> <laughs> no, we gonna listen to it. We call it brooch. Um, we can come up with it in post. Uh, yeah, I got, I got <laughs> okay. that for you. You don't like that pressure? <laughs> yeah, because I'm just like hella dead. I'm just like, I could definitely cut out all that shit. We're not I've been live. Dean Coots again. Yeah. Just like, all right, that was Pee Weezy with Untitled. You know, you'll see the fucking title when we post the shit. This is Jody Pratt with your fellow host Patrick Wigfall. Good story, my boy. Uh, this is the Haunted Minds Anthologies. We love you. Don't stop being creative. Peace. Deuces. <laughs>